0: Hello, and welcome to The Journey, a daily podcast reading through the Bible. Thank you so much for joining us today. As you listen, we're going to be using the New Living Translation of God's Word. Let's start today's reading. Today's reading is from Job chapters 14, 15, and 16. Job speaking and says, How frail is humanity! How short is life? How full of trouble? We blossom like a flower and then wither. Like a passing shadow, we quickly disappear. Must you keep an eye on such a frail creature and demand an accounting from me? Who can bring purity out of an impure person? No one. You have decided the length of our lives... You know how many months we will live, and we will not be given a minute longer. So leave us alone and let us rest. We are like hired hands, so let us finish our work in peace. Even a tree has more hope. If it is cut down, it will sprout again and grow new branches. Though its roots have grown old in the earth and its stump decays, By the scent of water, it will bud and sprout again like a new seedling. But when people die, their strength is gone. They breathe their last, and then where will they? Where are they? As water evaporates from a lake and a river disappears in drought, people are laid to rest and do not rise again. Until the heavens are no more, they will not wake up, nor be aroused from their sleep. I wish you would hide me in the grave and forget me there until your anger has passed. But mark your calendar to think of me again. Can the dead live again? If so, this would give me hope through all my years of struggle. And I would eagerly await the release of death. You would call and I would answer. You would yearn for me your handiwork. For then, you would guard my steps instead of watching for my sins. My sins would be sealed in a pouch. You would cover my guilt. But instead as mountains fall and crumble and as rocks fall from the cliff as waters, water wears away the stones and the floods wash away the soil so you destroy people's hope you always overpower them and they pass from the scene you disfigure them in death and send them away you never know if their children go up in honor or sink to an insignificance They suffer painfully. Their life is full of trouble. Then Eliphaz, the Timonite, replied, "'A wise man wouldn't answer with such empty talk. "'You are nothing but a windbag. "'The wise don't engage in empty chatter. "'What good are such words?' Have you no fear of God, no reverence for Him? Your sins are telling your mouth what to say. Your words are based on clever deception. Your own mouth condemns you, not I. Your own lips testify against you. Were you the first person ever born? Were you born before the hills were made? Were you listening at God's secret counsel? Do you have a monopoly on wisdom? What do you what do you know that we don't? What do you understand that we do not? On our side are aged, grey haired men much older than your father. Is God's comfort too little for you? Is his gentle word not enough? What has taken away your reason? What has weakened your vision that you would turn against God and say these evil things? Can any mortal be pure? Can anyone born of a woman be just? Look, God does not even trust the angels. Even the heavens are not absolutely pure in his sight. How much less pure is the corrupt and sinful person with a thirst for wickedness. If you will answer, I will show you. I will answer you from my own experience. And it is confirmed by the reports of wise men who have heard the same thing from their fathers, from those whom the land was given long before any foreigners arrived. The wicked writhe in pain throughout their lives. Years of trouble are stored up for the ruthless. The sound of terror rings in their ears. And even on good days they fear the attack of the destroyer. They dare not go out into the darkness for fear that they will be murdered. They wander around saying, Where can I find bread? They know their day of destruction is near. That dark day terrifies them. They live in distress and anguish like a king preparing for battle. For they shake their fists at God, defying the Almighty, holding the strong shields. They defiantly charge against Him. These wicked people are heavy and preposterous. Their waists bulge with fat, but their cities will be ruined. They will live in abandoned houses that are ready to tumble down. Their riches will not last and their wealth will not endure. Their possessions will no longer spread across the horizon. They will not escape the darkness. The burning sun will wither their shoots and the breath of God will destroy them let them no longer fool themselves by simply trusting in empty riches for emptiness will be their only reward they'll be cut down in the prime of life their branches will never again be green they will be like a vine whom Whose grapes are harvested too early, like an olive tree that loses its blossoms before the fruit can form. For the godless are barren. Their homes, enriched through bribery, will burn. They conceive trouble and give birth to evil. Their womb produces deceit. Then Job spoke again. I've heard all this before. What miserable comforters you are. Won't you ever stop blowing hot air? What makes you keep on talking? I could say the same thing if I were in if you were in my place. I could spout off criticism and shake my head at you. But if it were me, I would encourage you. I would try to take away your grief. Instead, I suffer if I defend myself. And I suffer no less if I refuse to speak. Oh God, how you have ground me down. and Devastated my family. As if I prove I have sinned. You've reduced me to skin and bones. My gaunt flesh testifies against me. God hates me and angrily tears me apart. He snaps his teeth at me and pierces me with his eyes. People jeer and laugh at me. They slap at my cheek in contempt. A mob gathers against me. God has handed me over to sinners. He has tossed me into the hands of the wicked. I was living quietly until he shattered me. He took me by the neck and broke me in pieces. Then he has set me as his target. And now his archers surround me. His arrows pierce me without mercy. The ground is wet with my blood. Again and again, he smashes against me, charging me like a warrior. I wear burlap to show my grief. My pride lies in da- dust. My eyes are red with weeping, dark shadows circle my eyes, yet I have done no wrong. My prayer is pure. O earth, do not conceal my blood. Let it cry out on my behalf. Even now, my witness is in heaven. My advocate is there on high. My friends scorn me. But I pour out my tears to God. I need someone to mediate between God and me as a person mediates between friends. Soon... For soon I must go down that road from which I will never return. In this reading, Job continues his feelings. And the one thing that I want to share with you and have us be remindful of today is the fact that he is struggling in one of the most dark hours of his life. And he is looking to his friends for encouragement. In fact, he says, if our roles were reversed, I would be encouraging rather than discouraging. In the times that we see friends and loved ones around us that are struggling, the best thing that we can do is just sit there and encourage We don't have to be like the friends of Job that think that we've got all the answers, that we've got it all figured out. All we have to do is just sit. We don't have all the answers. We're not as wise as God. So when people are going through those struggles, we sit down and we love them and we'll encourage them. Not trying to make it right, but just trying to walk life through them. I hope and pray that as you have those opportunities, that you'll be an encourager that Job wishes his friends were. Thank you again for joining us for the journey. Please be sure to share this podcast.